So you've been hearing everybody talk about Huga Fridays and you're wondering, what does it mean? What can I do? And you really want to embrace it. Well, this podcast episode is for you. My name's Kimberly, and I'm founder of Huga in the Early Years, which is an international hub for supporting early years teaching, training, and inspiration. With all the work I do, I'm all about empowering early educators to be the very best version of themselves by creating that perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside valuing your well-being and self-care. So hi, happy Friday to you all. Hope that you all had a lovely week. My week has been so busy, uh, lots of writing, and I've been in a really good mindset for just cracking on with my book, really, and making sure I've had no distractions around me. I even moved my desk in front of the window in the office so I've got a nice view that can inspire the writing. And I think with the weather being quite rainy, it's made me feel quite cosy and it's allowed me to light some candles and put my fairy lights on, which is just set the right kind of atmosphere, really, for the book writing process. So I really have enjoyed working away on the book this week and I've not got very long left to finish it. In fact, my deadline is in June, so I really am working away on it. Um, but enjoying it and it's lovely to include lots of my members stories in it too. Now this week I thought that we could talk a little bit about Huga Fridays and what it is and how you can embrace it yourself. So in Denmark Friday tends to be a day in an earlier setting where everybody comes together and they have a little bit of a daily rota, sorry, a weekly rota, whereby each child will bake something or make something at home to bring in and share with the rest of their classmates. And during this time on a Friday, they use it as a really lovely way to think about the week that they've had, what's worked well, what hasn't quite gone to plan, and what they can do in the future if certain problems arise. So it's a lovely way of coming together and just addressing lots of personal, social and emotional development needs as well. So many of you, many of my members, have started doing this in your practice. I know some of my childminding friends that don't work on a Friday have actually moved it to a Thursday, and that's fine. It's whatever works for you and your children. But this is a really lovely Danish practice that we can take into our teaching, I really do feel, and it helps us to slow down as well and reflect. So... First things that you can do is you could organise some cake. Now, it might not be practical for you to have a rota and different children bring in some baking each week. This might be a big expectation on the children that you've got, especially if you're a reception class teacher and you've got 30 children. That's a lot of baking that you might have to do um, at home if you're that parent that week. So maybe you could bring some baking into your day. When I used to work in North Yorkshire, my foundation stage unit, we used to have 90 children on roll. And 
we would have a, a special baking area as part of our provision so that every day we would be doing some baking and we used a really simple fairy cake recipe and as the year progressed the children became more confident at weighing out the ingredients and putting the mixture into the bun cases dividing it equally and following the recipe um, and so by the end of the year, the children would just be independently doing all of this. And the only help they would need was the adult to actually put the mixture into the oven and get it out when it was ready. But we use this as a way of making cakes to share at the end of our week so that we could all come together and have a lovely treat. And the children absolutely loved it because they were the ones that had baked the cakes and they had such pride in what they'd made. It was really, really lovely. So maybe you could find a simple recipe that you could have a go at making every day or every week that the children become really familiar with and the children take ownership in that. It would be really good. Or maybe you'll develop your own recipe book of easy to follow child friendly recipes that you can go to the children with each week and say, right, Hugo Friday, what shall we make this week? Maybe we might make some cake. Maybe we'll make a fruit kebab. Maybe we'll make a lovely fruit smoothie that we can all have. So have a little chat with the children. You could even have a voting system in place for the children to pick maybe between the two most popular for that week. I think that's something that my lovely member Sam Goldsworthy does. She has a little voting system in place, which again, it's just giving that ownership back to the children, which is lovely. Number two, the important thing that we must do when we're doing Hygge Fridays is reflection and review. So this needs to be with the children, talking to them. What have you enjoyed doing this week? What would you like to do more of next week? Is there anything that you wish you'd have done this week that we haven't done? Maybe um, there's something that you're really interested in that we could maybe go off and discover together. We could go on an adventure so that you're really involving them in that planning process of the learning. And also you're using it as a chance to discuss feelings and any big emotions. It might be that you say, oh, we've had a really lovely week, but actually, do you remember on Tuesday afternoon, there was a little bit of a problem when we were working in the construction area. And you could talk about how someone had maybe built this fabulous tower, but they built it so high and it had wobbled over and it had hurt somebody. Someone had had an accident and one of the blocks had landed on their, on their toes. And so doing this, it's reminding children of the problems that have occurred and how you could get around them differently next time. Um, so thinking about that and thinking how you could bring that into your time on Hugo Friday. And then the last tip, number three, is if you're doing all this reflection and reviewing of the children, really you want to be doing it yourself as well. So this is a big part of my practice that I do as an educator and as a business owner. I like to think about what's worked well in my week, what hasn't gone to plan, have I met my goals for the week, what's had the greatest impact and what would I do differently in the next week? And these are all question prompts that I actually have in my Hugo in the Early Years journal. So it reminds me as I get to Friday to answer these and reflect and review so that I can take this knowledge into my next week. And at the end of my year, you might have heard me talk about this before, 
but I use all of the information that I've learned about myself and the way I've handled different situations to go back through the journal and pick out my biggest things that I've learned over the year. Um, so my learning curves, I suppose, and actually it's my mistakes that have helped me learn the most. So I think that's an important message for yourself and for the children that our, our biggest learning moments are when we encounter problems, it's when we might make mistakes, but that's okay as long as we take the time to reflect, to review and learn from these. So there you go, three ways that you can try and embrace some huga on a Friday. So number one is do some baking and share it with the children. Number two is review the week with the children. And number three is as an adult, do some reviewing and reflection yourself. Okay, well, I kept today's podcast episode short and sweet as I've been really busy this morning getting lots of orders ready to ship. And this afternoon, I want to try and write at least 4,000 words for my book um, before I head out. So I hope that you will have a really, really lovely weekend and I will try my very best to be back with you again next week. I've had lots of direct messages recently to say that you love tuning into the podcast and you do listen each week and to keep making more. So I am trying my very best to stick to this and be consistent with releasing the episodes on a Friday for you. Okay, well, I'm going to head off now. Take care. Bye.